0: Greetings fellow travelers and storytellers, welcome to a special entry of the Arthadian Anthologies Podcast, where I, MS Arthadian, dive into the ever-expanding universe I'm developing, and the deeper meaning behind it all. Last year, in 2020, when I began this podcast venture, one of my episodes landed near Halloween, specifically the one concerning the dark void. This year, I figured I'd do something similar, but I wanted to make this episode a surprise. This has nothing to do with the current podcast. In fact, if you return back to the second season, you may remember Entry 49, 50, and 51. Those three are concerning the larger threat brewing in the harbor, in particular, the Zalak Dynasty and their dymo Cortex. In this special entry, you'll get to witness one of the experiments within the Cortexiums. So without further ado... Let's dive in. There is nothing left for me. The Senate has been locked in a stalemate for nine cycles now, and the living conditions in Nizel have been cut off from all aid within Vokryo. The other capital environments are either too afraid to impede on the dynasty's lands, or they are barred from entry by a threat of war with the Cortexium, Funding for Nizel has dried out. With the leadership exporting our resources to to take care of the other cities in Vokryo, all of us who are trapped here in Nizel are watching our supplies run short, our rights being trampled over, and no one willing to risk facing the Diamond Cortex. I'm sure people on the outside are living a pillar lifestyle, but it is all a facade. The pillars are no more if they cannot keep the dynasty in check. That is why I have to do this. Why I have to kill Montezalek. The cycle is 121 ACR. It has been two cycles since the edict was put out by the Daimal Cortex. That all sub citizens of Okryo had to be transferred over to Nizel and locked there until the Cortexium could decide what to do with them. Over those two cycles, a supply shortage began as the people of Nizel watched their resources being shipped out with no compensation in return. They were being forced to work to provide for the inhabitants of the other cities. Not only that, but the Cortex has routine visits to keep the Nizelians in check and to occasionally ship them out along with the resources over these two cycles an underground movement began in Nizel with people looking to find ways to recover the resources being lost and reclaim it for themselves however the Cortexian informants had the ability to probe their minds and tell whether they were revolutionaries or not On the eve of the 60th resource extraction, the revolutionaries decided it was time to take action. Their plan? To distract the Cortexian informants by staging an attack. Those inside the attack were not given all the information about the plan, only that they had to strike. However, the true nature of the plan fell to an assassin by the name of Kyvan Eslo. In the midst of the chaos... He was tasked to enter the resource crates undetected, then reach the Cortexium, find Montezelic, and end his life. At least, that was the plan. Sitting across from Eslo. The leader of the Rebellion, at Crow, responds. Very well. If this is all you have, then I will not stop you. Although your skill set has been of great advantage for our movement, I will not try to convince you otherwise. Thank you, Crow. However, I will not allow a failure to come back and end this uprising. Therefore... I will probe your mind and remove all memories of this movement. All memories except for your lust to kill Montezellic. I see. It is... understandable. Then let's begin. After Dizek probes Eslo's mind, the assassin is sent out waiting for the right opportunity to rise from his current situation. Then, the Cortexians arrive with their crates to begin extraction... And then, the first shot is fired off and an all-out battle begins raging. Blasts of vibrant rays begin crossing paths in the middle of the Nizel. Bodies collapse as the street is painted with multicolored blood that causes those with weak stomachs to lose their only meals. Death is welcome in this state as the revolutionaries feel life's vigor one last time before being toyed like rag dolls and forced to kill their own allies. In the midst of the chaos, Kaivin takes his opportunity to leap inside the Cortexian pod and hide inside a crate. crate being large enough for him to hide inside, there seems to be some kind of musk that protrudes from beneath him. However, he was too distracted to get a sense of what was inside the crate. As the battle died down outside, screams were ever-present. With the cries of women and children being silenced by the occasional blaster bolt. And finally, Kaivin could hear the footsteps of two figures enter the pod he was in and start the craft up. He could hear their voices faintly as he began speaking, the tetherer should be pleased with us. Taking out an entire force like that is no small feat. You yeah, are right. Do you really think they will be pleased? This just shows how uncontrollable the sub here are. Well, even if that is the case, the experiments put out by Montezilic have been going according to plan upon hearing the name uttered. Kiven began to enrage. The probe was affecting him more than he expected, although he didn't quite understand it at the time. Wait. What is that? One of the Cortexians began to stand up, looking toward the crate Kiven is in. I feel it too. A strong increase in emotion. Primal emotion. It seems to be coming from the crate over there. Kevin prepares himself as he can hear the footsteps of one of them approaching. A few seconds becomes an eternity as he waits for them to open the crate. Then suddenly, he makes a split-second decision, kicks the lid off, flips out and behind the Nagonian, and slits its throat. Then he shifts over and looks back at the other, but before he can do so, his body stiffens up. Uh, uh. How intriguing. The Nugonian switches and on autopilot as he approaches Kyvin. Then he places his finger across the forehead and... Hmm. It seems you slipped in here to seek out our leader and execute him. Aren't you a hero? (coughs) You're... Kill you all. How fun! You will be one of our greatest experiments to date. Kaivin Eslo falls unconscious into a deep slumber as he hears the voice of his late mother calling out to him. Around him is torn-up furniture and a black space that extends into a void. Kaivin, where are you? Mother, is that you? Kaivin, where have you been? Where's the food? They took it, don't you remember? Kaivin shakes his head in anger, looking around for an exit. There is none. We need to leave. I heard about how great Vo'aro has become. Mother, you know we can't. They kill anyone who tries to transfer out of here. We need to take out Montezilic. Kaivin? She turns towards him, her eyes blackened with blood draining from their sockets. Mother! He rushes to her side as suddenly her body plummets to the floor turning to a puddle of mush. Kaivin pleads for her to come back as he struggles to grasp hold of any essence that was once there. Mother! Please come back! Help! Anyone! Out of nowhere a light shines above him with a door that was not there a second ago. He stands up as the door opens before him. Stepping through it, Kaivin finds himself in some kind of lab. At his feet are plumes of gas that makes his head begin to spin. You bastards. You think I am just going to stand here and take this? He looks over and sees a bed with a body... Covered, laying on top of it. His curiosity is piqued once he hears his own voice echo through this chamber. You wish to kill Montezelic? Come over, and I will help you. His voice comes from the body that is covered. Approaching slowly, Kevin says, Who are you? Why do you have my voice? I am you. Or what can be you? If you wish to fulfill what is driving you. Even with the sound of all the computers rumbling in this lab, his heart beating is louder than it all. He reaches the body as it sits there, waiting underneath the cover Slowly grabbing the edge of it, Kyvan says, "If this is how I get to kill Montezelik, I will do what I must." Flipping the cover over, Kyvan takes a step back in her utter despair. Suddenly. Maniacal laughter fills the chamber as everything around him begins to disintegrate. He falls to his knees with tears in his eyes as he cries out in pain, What have you done to me? The body stands up at around five foot two in height with a large head and piercing bulbous eyes that lock on to Kaivin's. I have made you pure. Ever since then, there has been no word back from Crow's assassin. Said to have gone missing on his way to the Cortexium, Montezelic still reigns over Vokryo, and the people of Nizel wait for the mark that they can finally live a Pillar's lifestyle. But with new information being leaked to the Runic Council... There are rumors that the dynasty will be sending more informants into Nizal and further develop their experiments throughout Rokhaya. I thank you for listening to this Halloween special. I hope you enjoyed it and will support the creation of this podcast through donating to the link in the description of this episode. You can also join our as a member to access more exclusive content and epic stories. And please, share all these with your friends for them to be immersed in this new expanding universe. Until next time, travelers. Happy Halloween. And I hope you stay safe. For if death comes to you, May you be reborn in power. <laughs> 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 <laughs>